Hi, welcome to Psychic Today with Jill Roberts. I'm your host. And today I'd like to talk about a particular crystal that can help those going through a rough time, whether you're grieving or you just want to delve into the Akashic Records or Past Life Recall. And the crystal today is Gerthite, or as us non-speaking Germans would pronounce it, as Gothite. But the key words here are, for this particular, it's a black stone, usually. Um, it's, on the, the mineral hardness scale, it's five to five and a half, so it's, it's, it's a stone, it's, it's not a crystal, although its system is orthorhombic as a crystal. Um, sometimes there's vertically striated crystals with it, but usually it's botrioidal or earthly forms. It's really kind of a stone more than a crystal. But depending on where you get it, whether it's in Cornwall in England or Pikes Peak, Colorado, or in some other places, it, uh, it would be more of a stone. So it gives you access to the Akashic Records, past life recall, connection with the earth, which for me is very important, healing through grief, enhanced soul life, and artistic creativity. Its element is earth and the chakras. It is very connected with the root and the, the first chakra, the second, the sacral, which is the sexual creative chakra, and of course, the third eye, which is the sixth chakra. Um, so according to Robert Simmons, this is how he would describe Gertite. Um, it's a stone for going deep within, for finding links between the self and earth. It's a stone that takes you from being up in the clouds, kind of like in a fantasy and grounding you down into the body. Um, it reminds us that quote unquote matter and mother are words with the same root. Used in meditation, Gertheit can facilitate the sensation of oneself to the per <clears throat> perceptions, emotions, and energies of one's body and of the earth. It is quite important because until one is linked with the earth in its ecstasy, its suffering and its gross physica physicality, one does not have the necessary roots to fully flower as a human being. And this is so true because I use a lot of earth-based stones, um, like shaman stones, also called moki balls. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what else. Um, Ataskamite, uh, willamite. These are all real stones, heavy stones. Um, and they're very, very, of course, grounding, which is wonderful, but they're also connect you to earth. And some of them are particularly wonderful with shamanic journeying, um, dreaming, lucid dreaming, um, jumping timelines to parallel universes, um, if you want to get into quantum physics, we can. <laughs> but these stones are really great for that. I have 
and I think I have mentioned this before, I have two sizes of shaman stones. I have, and they're small, they're, they're, there's a male and a female, so you get them in a set. Um, and either they are magnetic towards each other, or sometimes they push away. So I have small ones, and I have big ones. So what I usually do is, as I'm getting ready to, whether it's a shamanic journey or a trans channeling session for a client with one of their loved ones, I would put the smaller stones between my uh, my pointer and my middle finger, and of course, you know, have them the polarity of them kind of um, magnetizing or or pushing away. It, it's how comfortable you are with it. And then I hold the bigger balls in my hands, along with zestite and sometimes moldavite, depending on how I'm feeling. But usually it's just the stones that I work with. And as you can hear, the sound is my rings, thanks to Francie from Giardino Blue uh, Jewelers. Um, right now I am wearing a um, beautiful Apache tear, which is an amazing stone for um, taking in negative energy and grounding, but it has to be cleansed daily, <laughs> depending on how you're feeling. Um, I have a, the other stone ring I'm wearing on that hand is a beautiful um, Azurite Malachite Chrysocolla ring. Um, on my other hand, I'm wearing a Spectralite Labradorite, a Juicy. Um, dark colored brown garnet, and then I have also a moonstone. I am Cancer, and I resonate with the moon highly. So if you ever go on my Instagram at UES Medium, that stands for Upper East Side Medium, um, you will see a lot of tonight's moon, what it looks like, whether we're in you know, a new moon, uh, a waxing crescent, uh, you know, a full moon, or whatever. I usually... When it comes to me, I just go into my moon calendar and I'll share the photo of what the moon likes, what, what the moon looks like on that very night. But the reason why I'm talking about birthday tonight is because, you know, this time of year, a lot of people are grieving. A lot of people are thinking about the past. Um, they're thinking about the future. They don't know where they are, what their new normal is. And this particular stone is going to help with that. So I just want to talk about this real quickly. Um, I'll do one segment according to one particular person and then another segment with another person's perspective on Gerthite. Okay. So it's an excellent stone for counselors who work with clients needing to confront their own grief for individuals ready to do grief work. It takes in awareness of one's wounds, which have often been pushed to the unconscious. And when I say grief, it does not have to be somebody passed away. It can be a loss of a job, a, a loss of a relationship. It doesn't mean somebody had to have passed. It could be a divorce, it could be a breakup. Heartache, period, heartache. Grieving is heartache in whatever form that is for you, okay? So whether it's, it's you know, arguing with a loved one or, or not being in touch with a loved one, um, 
you know, these are wonderful stones to work with. Um, you know, grief is a primal emotion, one in which, you know, modern people, at least in Western countries, handle rather poorly. Yet grief is highly important because it's the process through which one survives loss. Without the tears of grief, one is much more prone to depression, detachment, numbness, and the self-destructive underground fires of unconscious anger and rage. And it is so true. I believe on one of my podcasts, I mentioned about the fact that I did not grieve over a loved one for a year, or I did not cry, rather, for a year. And that was because my child, one, one of my kids was very, very young at the time. And I only had one at the time. <laughs> and I didn't want him to see me crying. So I really didn't have time to indulge, let it pierce me and cry. And he passed so close to after the new year that, you know, we had just gotten through his birthday, the holidays and New Year's. And then, you know, for him to pass two weeks later, it was really tough. It was really tough. And I felt that I had to be strong because I was a single parent at the time. And, um, I had to be there for my son and I didn't want my son to see me cry. And it was the absolutely wrong thing to do because once you push that down, that feeling down and down and down and down, it has to come out somewhere. We will explode. Um, and, and eventually it did. I mean, I had to schedule in the crying. My parents took my son for the day and I just cried and cried till I gave myself a migraine, till I couldn't breathe through my nose, till I was hyperventilating, but I needed to do it because it was just sitting with me. And when you're at that state, everything is before they passed, now, and then after they passed. So for a long time, it was like that. And it's not a very healthy way to live. So, you know, we really need to, to handle and survive loss because without it, it, it just turns into unconscious anger and rage. And because Gertie brings one into confrontation with the core realities of life, it facilitates the recovery of one's lost or repressed grief and the catharsis of healing and emotional rebirth that follows. In this way, Gertheit is a stone of death and rebirth. It's almost like getting the death card in tarot. It doesn't mean that someone's going to die. It just means you are in a state of grieving over something and you need to be reborn. You need to start again. And that's what this does. At this point, it's interesting to take notes of the words of the poet, scientist, and philosopher Goethe the namesake of Gertite in this poem, The Holy Longing. So as long as you haven't experienced this, to die and so to grow, you are only troubled guest on the dark earth. And it's so very true. If you do get a chance to read a Goethe, I definitely would. I mean, he was a philosopher and a scientist and a poet. I mean, there's just so many wonderful things. Um, that he's written. 
but this itself, yes, you know, it, these could be the words of Gertite itself. I mean, it seems fitting that the stone and the man who share the same name would, would be in such a philosophic alignment. Gertite is a stone for enhance, enhancement of soul life. It stimulates the emotional body, making one more conscious of the entire spectrum of one's feelings. It assists in opening the heart, awakening one's compassion and love, so it opens up the heart chakra, which is wonderful. Even though it does root you in the first, second, and sixth, it does affect the heart chakra too. It opens it up and it just leads you to unconditional love for yourself. This is also a take on self-care and self-love. We need to do this for ourselves, especially at this time of year. We really, really, really need to be just present and kind to ourselves more than anything. Because this is a time of year that, you know, it can be so wonderful and joyous and, and celebratory. On the other hand, it makes you think about what you've lost because it's the end of the year. So Gertite is you know, kind of ushering in the new year where you're going to be reborn as of the first and a new year is beginning and you can start having new goals. You can start healing. It's, it's a stone that is really, really important. Um, <clears throat> so, um, it strengthens the creative aspect of the second chakra and its powerful aid to artists, writers, and musicians. So again, now this is the sacral chakra, which is the color orange, and that's right below your belly button. Um, it assists one in attuning to nature and appreciating the everyday miracles of life. It helps one recall and re-experience the wonder of childhood, and it assists one in communicating lovingly with children. So if you have kids, it kind of gives you this kind of childlike nature to spend more time with them, to sit down and play. Or if you have older children, to, you know, reminisce about your childhood and share some stories with them and open up to them. Because, you know, I do that with my son now that he's older and it's so much fun absolutely so much fun to compare stories from when I was his age to, to now. Another great one to assist with making deep um, inner journeys and in retrieving the Akashic records of Earth's history is Numite. And that's another dark colored stone. It kind of has gold specks in it. And Numite is found in only one place um, between that and Moldavite <laughs> they're getting very hard to get um, but I particularly prefer Numite for some reason uh, Moldavite doesn't do as much for me as um, Numite does I don't know maybe it's just it's just me and I'm more prone towards um, the uh, the the earth stones. 
even though um, even though Moldavite, you know, is part of a meteorite, basically, um, I never got that like head in the clouds kind of feeling from it. I never got dizzy from it. I never really, and I'm sensitive to crystals and and stones, but I never got that sensation from it that other people, like so many people, talk about. Um, I will talk about Numite in a minute. I just want to finish with uh, Gertite, okay? So um, so you can go into past lives as well. Alexandrite and Oregon Opal can also help, especially in regard to one's individual soul history. Smoky Quartz magnifies Gertite's grounding aspects. If one has difficulty coming back up from Gertite's tours of the depths, Danburite and Pedalite are recommended. So you're really kind of doing a, you know, dark journey of the soul with Gertite. And you really kind of need to if you're grieving, if you have a loss, if you're feeling down over things that's transpired this year, you know, leaving 2018 and going into 2019, you want to kind of get this work done and over with before. That way you can be reborn. Now, according to Naisha Ashan, Gertite carries ancient memories and information from Earth's history. So again, kind of like what Robert Simmons was saying, it acts as a master record keeper for the planet, storing information of Earth's evolution and growth, as well as that of each species on the planet. Gertite can be used to recall one's personal and ancestral history. It helps one to access genetic memory and to clear out or erase patterns that have been handed down from from ancestors or more immediate family. It's good to um, clear out karmic debt from the ancestral line. I know I need to do that on the Robert side, that's for sure. Um, but Gertite also offers information to those interested in the genetic seeding of this planet by other races from other star systems. It's excellent for assisting with walk-ins and interdimensionals in acclimating to Earth's vibration. Gertite is an excellent grounding stone in general, but is especially good for those who have great difficulty being in a physical body. Now, a lot of, uh, so now that, especially today, today is 12-12, so there is a, um, a gateway going on that's speeding up the, the Earth's frequencies. I've been talking about this. Today is the day. At noon, wherever you are local time, if you would like to engage with other people who are meditating or doing some sort of course or class that day, Meg Benedictine is doing it, Benedict Day, rather, is doing it, and I think Lisa Transcendence Brown might be doing something, I'm not sure, but you can go on YouTube and look up both of them, and you'll see. Um, I, they do talk about today's gateway. <clears throat> So, um, you know, going to a zero-point vortex is going to, like I spoke about yesterday, um, awaken humanity. And it's, it's really important. I'm going to try and, and do something like that. But for me, most people are doing it on uh, West Coast time, so it would be 3 o'clock my time. 
So, and that's the time I have to pick up my daughter and I really want to do this at the same time everybody else is doing it. So I might just meditate on my own at noon, my time today, and uh, maybe do some sort of shamanic journey. Um, so it's an excellent grounding stone journal, but it's especially good for, again, for being in the physical body. People who are raised um, vibrationally to the fourth and fifth dimension already have a hard time being grounded in their bodies. And this may seem very foreign to you, but I know a lot of people who this happens to. And um, Teal Swan is one of them. She's got a YouTube channel. You might want to check her out. Maybe check out one of her first um, videos about when she talks about her childhood and how it's hard for her to be here in the three, third dimension, even just talking. Because people who are having problems being in their physical body will see holograms, will see orbs, will see spirits. Their objective clairvoyance is heightened to a degree that they're seeing dimension upon dimension upon dimension kind of folding into itself, so to speak. So this stone is wonderful for them because it's really, really, really great for them to, without stressing their body, without um, wasting their energy and being exhausted, it will help them be grounded. Gertheit is ideal to program with intentions, messages, and prayers. It holds a program as well as quartz and will tend to hold it for a longer period of time than quartz does. It's a wonderful wishing stone. One can program one's Gertheit stone to using simple intention while one holds the wish in mind. It's kind of like when you make a birthday wish and when you blow out the candle, you don't want to tell anybody what it is. Believe it or not, that's the spell. Um, then one can place the stone on an altar or special place and it will radiate the energy of that wish into the cosmos for the rest of the day. Because of its grounding capacities, it can also help with, um, help one bring that wish from the etheric energy into reality, into reality. So it's really kind of like a heightened birthday wish for that day. It's wonderful. It has a strong connection to the physical level of being and is an excellent stone to support health and or healing. So um, this spiritual part of Gertite assists in accessing genetic memory or of the Akashic records of this planet, its inhabitants and their origins. It aids in bringing one's wishes and dreams into reality and insists one in becoming almost magnetic to one's desires. The emotional aspect is balancing for the emotional body. It can help invigorate the emotions or it can dispel overly intense emotional energy, depending upon the necessary balancing effects needed for the individual. 
For the physical aspect of this stone, the mineral strengthens the blood and assists in oxygenation. It can energetically stimulate the bone marrow, bone marrow growth, as well as production of blood cells within the marrow. Its energy assists the body in mending after physical trauma. And I also heard it's good for any sort of gallbladder issues as well. And an affirmation you can use for this particular wonderful stone is I open myself to full awareness of all that is within love and pain joy and grief from this and other lives and I claim it as my own again I open myself to the full awareness of all that is within love and pain joy and grief from this and other lives and I claim it as my own so that is the wonderful aspects of Gert Height. And right after we're from the sponsor, we're going to talk about New Might, because that's another one of my favorites. I'll be right back. Hi, and welcome back to Psychic Today. I'm your host, Jill Roberts. And this segment, we're going to be talking about New Might. So here are the key words for New Might are personal magic. The deep journey to the core of the self, enhancing clairvoyance, attuning to the elemental forces, achieving self-mastery. This is truly a magical stone. I absolutely love it. The element it carries with it is earth and storm. And the chakras associated with Numite is the third eye, which is the sixth chakra, the solar plexus, which is the third, which is right above the belly button, and that's yellow, and the root chakra, which is the first chakra, which is red. Now, a lot of, if you go by colors with stones, even though the root chakra is red and a lot of red stones are great with that, um, the dark, darker stones like Numite, um, Girthite that we just spoke about, um, black tourmaline, black obsidian, um, anything dark colored is usually great for that too. Now, Numite is a unique combination of um, anthrophyllite, which is a magnesium iron silicate, and <clears throat> gedrite, a lithium bearing amphibole sorry but it's it's hardness is only about a six it's only found in greenland and it's very old very very old it's about three billion years old which is why there's only so much of it and like moldavite and just so you in case you want to know moldavites the, in the Czech Republic, they're closing the mines. So Moldavite, as expensive as it is, it's going to get a heck of a lot more expensive. If you go to InnerVision Crystals, uh, I believe they're InnerVision.com or InnerVisionCrystals.com. They're having a sale right now on the 2018 um, Moldavites. So you might want to check that out if you're interested in that. But Numite is three billion years old and it's characterized by closely intergrown crystals which display flashes of iridescent color the base color of Numite is charcoal gray to black and its labradescent colors include red orange gold yellow green blue and violet the most common reflected color is gold 
Pneumite is mined in a remote area of Greenland and can be extracted only during the warm months. So it's now winter here in the northern hemisphere. So if you're getting, if you're buying Pneumite, it's going to be at least, if it's from 2018, it's going to be at least six months old. Um, Pneumite, okay, so it's, it's difficult to find, and it must be cut with care to display the color. Pneumite has become quite popular as a metaphys metaphysical talisman and as a gemstone. So now, Robert Simmons, these are his thoughts on Pneumite and some of my own. Um, these stones are the deepest aspect of the earth element. They draw upon fiery energies of the earth's core and offer us the gift of inner power. So again, you can see how this would complement girth height. So if you have, you know, one stone in one hand and one in the other, when you're meditating or channeling or doing whatever, it will help, you know, bring you to the ground you to the earth and kind of get you through whatever you need to get through. Um, and it, it, it offers us the gift of inner power. In regard to its power, it's said that the difference between a tyrant and a magician is that the tyrant wants power over others, while the magician wishes for power only over herself or himself. In the great work of mystic realization, the magician makes much more progress than the tyrant. Numite, as a stone of inner power, can be used on the magician's quest for self-mastery. Kind of like Merlinite. Now, I'm not talking about mystic Merlinite, which is indigo gabbro, which is more of a dark color with kind of like blues in there. I'm talking about mystic Merlinite, which is kind of um, black and white. Um, there's a big difference, and I will do a whole episode on Mystic, no, not Mystic Merlinite, the differences between Mystic Merlinite and Merlinite. You really want to get Merlinite if you want to work with witchcraft or magic or um, even shamanic journeying and lucid dreaming. It's a great stone for that. But back to Numite. It's one of my favorites. Um... It has the power to take on a journey into the depths of the psyche. It can help one to release energies trapped in the subconscious, part of the self that may have been lost to us through fear, trauma, guilt, or shame. It can help one recall and release fixated energies from childhood, birth, or even past lives. It's a solid ally, and it reinforces, and reinforces one's courage and determination to do whatever inner work is absolutely necessary to be healed and to be whole. You know, it's almost like the saying, surround yourself with grateful people. Surround yourself with grateful stones. These stones are just so willing to help us with our inner turmoil and, and helping us heal. I mean, we really, really, really need to work with these stones. I mean, a lot of the times it's like going to the dentist. We don't want to do it. <laughs> but in order to heal and feel better, we need to. Okay. So, um, 
Numite may be used as a gazing stone. It's kind of hard to, honestly, to use it as a gazing stone. I mean, honestly, for me, unless it's completely black or completely clear, um, or maybe even white, but some seared stones, like I have seared stones that are of rose quartz, labradorite, uh, smoky quartz, and you really just, it's really difficult. And as far as gazing into balls, um, you know, glass is fine because it's clear if you're using a crystal ball. Um, or, you know, black, you could, you can get one in obsidian, which is wonderful. But for Numite, it's just got too many flecks and it's really, it's, it's not a shimmery stone, so to speak. It's, it's more, um, opaque. So to, to use it for gazing is kind of difficult, um, unless you're trying to go in between and are using it just as the backdrop to slip in between reality and what's really going on. So, you know, um, so you can, I guess, use it as a gazing stone. I wouldn't advise it. Um, helping one to move into older states of consciousness, which is going in between. Um, it helps you if you make your eyes soft, like, like when you're daydreaming or when it's really hot and you see the haze come off the asphalt for me in the city, that's like every day of the summer. But, um, or if you can darken your room and kind of just gaze up and then you can see the energy in the air. Um, you might is probably good for that, for the alter states of consciousness and going in between. So in between, you know, different states and shifting perceptions and seeing things come from far to close. Um, I usually, honestly, I have tiles in my bathroom and I use those tiles. They're gray, they're opaque, but it's the grout in between that really helps with, um, changing, going straight, you know, it's a trigger for me to go in between and go into another state of consciousness. So, um, you know, maybe the flex would definitely help with that. I could see that, but there'd have to be a lot of flex and you don't want to get, please people don't get it tumbled, whatever you do, because any stone really, I know it's, they're just not pretty. And that's why I love like I always mention her, Francesca, because she uses natural stones in her jewelry and they're so beautiful in their natural state. I mean, this summer I went mining up in Herkimer County where, where you, it's the only place you can get Herkimer diamonds and uh, upstate in New York. And, um, and believe me, I drove six hours with my kids arguing in the back of the car. So it was worth it to mine my own um, stones besides Herkimer diamonds, there were, uh, 30 other species of stones there in the, um, in the mines. And it's such a wonderful experience to do. I know I'm digressing a lot, but the reason I'm mentioning this is because using natural stones have 
a heck of a lot more energy than the shiny tumbled ones. The shiny tumble ones, in the process of being tumbled and to become shiny, they lose like at least half of their energy. So anytime, like I subscribe to a lot of different um, subscription boxes a month, whether it's to do with crystals or it's to do with herbal, you know, kind of remedies and and um, self care. Um, when I get like tumbled stones, I'm like, oh, what a waste. My son is knows the difference as well, but I try and pass them off onto him or to my daughter. <laughs> Unless they don't have the stone, but a lot of the times I have the stone. Anyway, so um, new mic can enhance clairvoyance and intuition. That's for sure. It can help one learn the language of the elemental forces of the earth. So if you're into shamanic practices or journeying, you might want to perhaps, you know, listen to... Um, a track of a drum beat for about 20 minutes and holding these stones can help you um, interact with the elementals. So that's another thing you can do with this stone. Um, so um, it can help you channel healing energies for yourself or for others. It can assist one in attaining, in attuning to the elemental forces of the earth, like I said. So one may call upon them in times of need. It's a stone of personal magic that can increase the frequency of synchronicities and good luck in one's life. You might facilitate one's efforts to transform underground fantasy into magical reality. So it's really, truly a magical stone. New Mike can be a powerful meditation stone, opening the inner doors of self-discovery. It can be worn in jewelry to bring the dynamics of inner power, self-mastery, magic, and manifestation into one's life. As a gifting stone, it signifies deep love, for it symbolizes the gift of sovereignty. For bringing, one, for bringing more light into the sometimes dark inner journey. It's very transformative. And when you combine it with the harmony, the harmonies of Maldivite, uh, the being gold hecite, um, as um, for manifestation, it can really sometimes help you with that you know, dark night of the soul. Um, for prosperity, um, a Savorite garnet would be good. For healing, a seraphonite with it could be what, good, good to use. And if you use it with amethyst, uh, when additional spiritual protection is needed. Other stones that work synergistically with Numite include labradorite. Uh, Amazonite, Sunstone, Moonstone, Scolocyte, and Naturalite. And of course, Gersite. <laughs> um, so, Asian is saying that 
it's a strong ele a storm element still that brings light into the deepest aspects of the physical world and the human psyche. It allows one to bravely and honestly face the shadow self and find love in one's heart for those aspects of the self that one has denied, vilified, or ignored. It's a powerful stone for shamans who perform soul retrievals as it assists in locating and integrating the aspects of self which have been separated from the whole. I know myself when I am figuring out if a client, when I'm doing a divine soul blueprint of where the soul is originated and if there are any tears, which called, we're called web tears in the soul or any holes in the aura, um, I know that I will go to Astrophylite and New Might to help me with that work. Um, so it is a very, it's very good for shamans who perform that kind of work. It's also a good, of course, meditative tool and often facilitating journeys into the ancient pre-human past directly to the time of creation. Can even take you to the Lemurians. They've left a lot of seated quartzes. So, and if you read, put your finger on the side of, of the, the Lemurian quartzes that were left by them, you can actually access what, you know, happened during their time here on Earth. Um, it's a powerful reminder of the moment of perceived separation when we rejected the Creator out of fear of being rejected by the Creator. It's a strong stone for psychic and mental healing, helping one to recover one's power from the dark corners where it has been pushed aside and forgotten. New Might speaks not only of recovering one's power, but also recovering one's sense of self, you know, recovering your gifts, remembering who you are, overcoming self-doubt, self-hatred, and all the other tools that the ego uses to keep one's true nature hidden. So, you know... The most important thing for me is remembering who I am at soul level, at core level, at Earth's level. So New Might is wonderful for this. It really is. It can facilitate psychic experiences, particularly the accessing of the past or alternate lives. Again, these are, you know, other timelines that are going on, you know. At the same time, it's not always the past. If you want to think about it as far as time, you know, time is the timeline is being chopped up, and we're not even realizing we're jumping back and forth. So it it helps a lot with that. And um, let me see what else. Uh, so you can learn about you know your true self. It can give you visions, and it's not only entertainment as far, you know, or for ego trips, but often knowledge comes with, you know, some difficult lessons about how one has used one's power in the past and how one may be rejecting one's power now. And in the past, I mean another timeline. So if I say past, I mean timeline. Okay. This is 
an ally to engage when one is truly ready to recognize, integrate, and love. Capital L-O-V-E. Love. All aspects of yourself. So you may, you know, place oneself fully in service to the highest good. The highest good for all. The highest good for yourself, for your loved ones, for your coworkers, for your children, for your for for your clients, if you decide to do this type of work, you know, crystals are a big thing for me. I mean, they really help me in whatever type of work that I decide to do. If I'm doing a shamanic type of healing, if I am doing soul realignment, if I am doing mediumship, if I am just doing something for myself as a light worker, I use crystals. And when I mean crystals, I mean stones as well. Not just, you know, shiny, wonderful, beautiful crystals. Um, because there's a lot of beautiful crystals that are, like, come out of the ground that way. For example, Herkimer Diamond. They are one of the highest um, vibrational crystals out there. And again, if you're getting them from a source, they have to be from Herkimer, New York. Anywhere else, unless they say they've gotten them from Herkimer, New York, you have to get it from a verified source. Same thing like Moldavite. You've got to make sure it's from the Czech Republic. And Numite, you got to make sure it's from Greenland. Okay? So let's just go into some of the um, aspects of new mind. So for spiritual work, it offers a clear vision to one's true nature. So it assists in perceiving your gifts, um, your lessons, your power. It teaches self-responsibility and it helps one, you know, issue false humility. Denying one's gifts does not do anyone any good. You know, it gently reminds you that this you know, what it is and, and how it helps you identify and utilize the gifts that you have acquired through your soul's journey. The emotional aspects of Numite are that it helps one overcome the propensity to falsely claim powerlessness, confusion, brokenness. You know, it insists that you perceive your abilities Lending confidence and honoring the creator through honoring yourself. Really, it, it encourages you to accept yourself and to integrate this shadow as long as, uh, as well as, you know, the light and becoming whole. And it's effective in bringing light to the world. The physical aspect of Numite is a strong healing stone. It's excellent for assisting other healing stones. It can help you understand what parts of yourself that must be honored and integrated for healing to begin. It has, you know, mildly calming effects on the nervous system and the heart. So it's good for anxiety, um, panic attacks. It's very mild. It's not going to make you... Um, you know, some, some stones, you have to be careful, and I suggest you research them. Either, you know, look into some of Judy Hall's work. Um, you know, she does the Crystal Bible, and there's so many editions of it now. I don't know even which one is the last one. Or the Book of Stones, 
by um, Robert Simmons and um, Naisha Shan. Um, they're another good source. Or on the internet. I mean, you know, online you'll get a lot of, if, you, if you're looking for a specific stone, I suggest you type in the stone's name. And, you know, you could put um, the stone's meaning or its metaphysical meaning or its metaphysical um, properties. And that way you'll get to a pretty reputable site by doing it that way than just putting in the name. Because just putting in the name opens you up to billions of different websites that may or may not be giving you the correct information. And you really want to know how these stones work because, like, for example, Sedonalite is like, you know, having an energy drink and having, you know, drinking taurine and caffeine. I mean, it really, really um, keeps you awake. So you wouldn't want to meditate with that if you're, you know, um, you have a propensity to be anxious anyway, or if you know, you are going into, you're trying to go into a dream state, you don't want to use that stone. I mean, it's a wonderful stone to meditate with, but not if you're trying to relax or if you have high anxiety. And as for an affirmation, I willingly go into the depths of myself to heal and recover what has been lost. And I achieve self-mastery in so doing. Again, I think I said the other affirmation a little bit too quickly with the Gertite. I hope you don't have to go back over it. I'm going to say this one a little bit slower. So in case you want to write it down. I willingly go into the depths of myself to heal and to recover. What has been lost? And I achieve self-mastery in so doing. I willingly go into the depths of myself to heal and to recover what has been lost. And I achieve self-mastery in so doing. So I hope this helps with whatever you're going through right now. Whether you're grieving the the, you know, the death of a loved one or the death of a marriage or a relationship or of a job or whatever it is you're going through. Be gentle with yourself. These stones will help. They will not have um, and they shouldn't have um, an accelerated type of anxiety-provoking effect on the body. You should be able to meditate with both and do so while healing yourself. So this is me saying, take good care of yourself. And as always, I send you all of my love and light for today, for tonight, and until tomorrow. Have a great day.